cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image, promote your products, create expert status, become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101, crisis management, media blitzing, it's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Cover Story. And talking about a cover story, um, our featured guest today personifies exactly what a cover story is about because she is not only an amazing humanitarian um, but truly a leader not only in the world of public relations but in the world in general so i'm very 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 happy to have with us rhoda weiss chair and chief executive officer of the public relations society of america uh, who has traveled more than six million that's six million miles around the world to consult with more than 700 groups and companies. She teaches at the extension at UCLA. She's going for her PhD. And uh, my goodness, she has been quoted in national publications, including the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Los Angeles Times, and other uh, major media outlets. So Rhoda, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I am, I'm so excited. And before we actually get going, I'd like to share a little personal story because your, your credits reach so far and so wide that when you look at, um, at your resume, so to speak, your curriculum vita, it really, it, it's, it's awe-inspiring. And one can't look at something like this and think, wow, what, what a woman who would be so unattainable and untouchable. But yet when I had the opportunity to meet you at the Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, I immediately, you have such a warmth about you and such a charm about you that made you such the type of person that is a true leader who takes the time out for other people and treat, teach, te- treats everyone as an individual. Uh, and you did something that was so absolutely and positively tremendous, which uh, we had on our staff, our fabulous Eddie, who's uh, our traveling producer amongst being uh, master of all. And he got very, very sick and he needed an advocate. And Rhoda jumped, jumped up and she just, I mean, the poor kid, she'd done her own traveling. She'd, uh, you know, been on the floor at the public relations conference, et cetera, et cetera, and did not skip a beat in offering her assistance and making sure that he got the health care that he needed. And because of you, he's now sitting across the table from me uh, producing this radio show. Thank you. It was, um, thank you. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. It was something that you absolutely didn't need to do. It was nothing that we asked you to do. Um, and something that really, really touched our hearts. And when we speak to leaders across, you know, across the world um, in a myriad of different industries, the people that really stand out most to us are the people that are most humane. And the people that are most humane are the people that, in my mind, truly succeed in this world. Thank you so much. So, so thank you. So I'm very excited. The PRSA is extremely fortunate to have you as their incoming uh, chair and chief executive officer. So let's start a little bit with talking about some of the initiatives that you're going to take this year with the PRSA. One of the things uh, before I started at the end of December, I contacted our members 
to get them involved and engaged. And the result were more than 400 people contacted me and said, we want to serve, we want to do something nationally, we want to make a difference in this profession and for the professional and the communities we serve. And I ended up speaking to more than 400 of our members to look at what their interests were. And the result is we have about 40 committees that are putting forward 60 initiatives. And why 60 initiatives? It is our 60th anniversary of of the Public Relations Society of America. So while um, conventional thinking would say pick one or two things and do them well, when you've got the strength of 32,000 members, uh, professionals and mm-hmm. students. You can do many things well. So we're looking at 60 initiatives in many different areas, in advocacy and diversity and education and working with students and work-life gender and professional development and research in many different areas to really try to make a difference in this profession and for the professional in the way the public and organizations look at and perceive uh, the public relations role, which is critical to every organization and really is a leadership role that's critical to the success of any organization or any business. Absolutely. Now, are you seeing a shift, let's say, over the past couple of years as far as how corporations are perceiving PR professionals? Oh, absolutely. When I first started in the business about three decades ago, (laughs) uh, the role of public relations, which was much narrower, then it was mostly media relations and publications and publicity. Now it's broadened. We're advocates for organizations. We're tapped for leadership, uh, strategic thinking in our organizations. We pro- have problem-solving capabilities that are tapped on a regular basis. Uh, we look to, we're always on the front lines in crisis communications. Uh, we're formulating strategies. Uh, management policies were essential in building and understanding and maintaining uh, relationships among the audiences that we served. We're asked to do research and planning and communications and looking at how we can change behaviors and really make a difference in how our organizations are viewed, understood, and how to grow market share and acceptance among uh, the publics that we serve. You know, that's so exciting. You've hit on a number of things because when I first started dabbling in the public relations industry, we were sort of the red-haired stepchild. Yes. You know, and they didn't know what to do with us. And they did look at us more as media relations. Can you get us a story? Can you get us a byline? And today, especially with consumers being a lot more savvy, I think advertising is looked at, you know, everything, everything has its place and its need. But third-party endorsements, enrolling people in, in, in the public's, you know, whether it be your internal public to your company or your organization or your external, um, you know, your external audiences is so very important. And being able to use the power of 32,000 members to enact change in a positive way and create policies going forward that people can have some uniformity, I think is a magnificent accomplishment. Well, I think, too, is when you look at corporations and businesses and all over the country and all over the world, we're seeing that there's much more emphasis being placed on public relations than on advertising and then in on marketing as well. And that's because public relations has that unique opportunity to really do the research and set the strategy and shape public opinion and influence and evaluate and deliver a targeted communications message mm-hmm. that others, uh, that in a way that is affordable, doable, 
and has lasting results. We're seeing you look at the Dove campaign of Real Women, and that was a campaign that was done while there was some advertising. The emphasis was public relations. The turnaround of the National Hockey League, uh, the, the commissioner will tell you, it was the public relations activities and strategies uh, and execution that made a difference. And we're seeing more and more that corporations and, and firms and not-profits and government is really looking to public relations to play the key role in communicating and making a difference in educating, promoting understanding, and doing everything that they need to do in a very affordable and a very targeted way. Which is great because and you're also doing something wonderful, like taking you know, what Bernadette did for the NHL, enrolling yes. its members, allowing people who you would normally pay an exorbitant amount of money to reach out to and turn the tables on them, so to speak. So now you're enrolling them. And when you do look at, you know, I believe, of course, in traditional advertising and new media advertising, everything has its place. But when you have the ability to get a third-party endorsement, people, it's more believable. And then when you have the ability to reach out to people, such as Dove did, um, you know, in the Real Woman campaign. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, that speaks for itself. Well, I think the key is that multiple media does maximize messages, and we have to really utilize public relations and advertising and marketing and sales and and find the right place between the traditional and old media and gifts and have that balance. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're seeing now, which has been very exciting, is that public relations professionals are taking on, I know in healthcare, in my own industry, Mm -hmm. we do public relations, but the public relations executives also do marketing. They help strategize for sales. They work on the strategic plan. They work on advocacy and public affairs and all elements. So we're seeing our members really uh, participating and taking on leadership roles in not only in public relations, but in marketing, advertising, and other related disciplines as well. And that's been very, very exciting. Well, it is very exciting, considering everyone used to always be at odds with each other. Oh, yeah. Now we realize <laughs> if our organizations are going to succeed and meet our mm-hmm. strategic goals and exceed our goals, mm-hmm. we have to work together. And we also have to understand each role and be adept at participating. Yes, in all elements of public relations and marketing. Absolutely. That is so terrific. So let's go back to, so now that we've got the public relations uh, community is growing and burgeoning, let's talk about, you know, the people that are just getting into public relations because Mm -hmm. college students are now, you know, we're seeing uh, uh, more numbers of people, of children who are going into college, enrolling in a public relations um, course load. Well, it's amazing what we're seeing. There was just a commission on public relations education report, and one of the things they reported, and we have been seeing for those of us who teach part-time or full-time or associated with, with college students, that the number of students in public relations is far exceeding uh, the number of students in journalism or in advertising. In many universities, it is the fastest-growing discipline of anything that they are offering. Uh, Cal State Fullerton, for example, has 650 public relations students, and we see that over and over again in our colleges and universities across the country, that the number of students who are interested in public relations, pursuing that as a career, is enormous. In PRSA, for example, we have 285 public relations student society chapters, Mm -hmm. and we expect that number, and we have um, added five in the first month. And there's and there's quite, when to become a student chapter, uh, you have to offer certain courses and have num- certain number of faculty. So it's a rigorous process. But we think soon we'll hit 300 and 
The numbers of students are growing, which is great for this profession because it's also one of the fastest-growing professions. We expect in the next five years to see the number of public relations professionals uh, grow by about 22%, and that's in terms of how many jobs there are. So it's one of the greatest professions to be in and also one that keeps growing and growing and growing. Well, which is so nice, and I think you hit truly the key element in this, which is the public relations profession in general is not narrow cast anymore. It is encompassing so many aspects. So it includes journalism. It includes a lot of the other major focuses. So having an education in public relations allows you to spread your wings completely wider. And do every mm-hmm. every business, every firm, every nonprofit, every government agency has some form of public relations. So the opportunities for the future are endless. And many of our members, too, have key seats at the executive table. They are in the the C-suites, and we're seeing that growth more and more of the understanding of the importance of public relations as a leader of the organization and having a seat at the executive table. Hey, and talk about having a seat at the executive table. That's where you are right now. Please stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Rhoda Weiss and Cover Story. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results and at your command. Genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genienose has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays for new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash web radio. That's Ingenio.com slash web radio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your costs and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding and hassles with low-cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the isedn.org commercials off now back to cover story we're reserving a headline for you only on webmaster radio.fm Here's your host. This is terrific. We are back on Cover Story with our featured guest today, Rhoda Weiss. She's chair and executive, uh, chief executive officer of the Public Relations Society of America. Welcome back, Rhoda. Thank you. This is terrific. Um, You know, it's very true what you say. Being passionate about what you do makes you get up in the morning, and especially when what you do 
um, affects change in a positive way in the world around you, that's the way to live your life. Well, it's, it's exciting to see what our members are doing. I'm in healthcare, and when I watch our many members in healthcare making a difference in the community, just think about this. Um, the, the number of people who are getting screened for cancer or getting screened for heart disease, this is coming through the communications that our members are doing. Our members are communicating uh, the importance of nutrition, the importance of prevention, the importance of accessing screenings for diseases to prevent disease. And when you see that and you see that people are reacting and making changes in their lives and their behaviors, that, that makes getting up every morning so exciting because if you can reach one life and make a difference in one life and you look at people who are working in the issues of teenage violence or working in the issues of, of education and, and everything they're doing in their communities, it's, it's pretty exciting. And that's, I think that's what makes this industry and this profession probably the best profession that anyone can ever be involved in. Well, you know, it, it's true. And like you said, um, and, and truly, there is no industry that cannot use a PR professional. That's correct. Every single industry, every nonprofit, every government agency, everyone has uh, a public relations professional in some role in their organization making a difference and helping to educate people and create understanding and communication. You know, very interesting. You were talking, you were speaking earlier in regard to, um, you know, new initiatives and, mm-hmm. you know, PR taking on new roles. Now, how about, um, and then, when you, you know, when you think about PR, traditionally you think of more of the re- media relations and, mm-hmm. and et cetera. But now we, we have the web and we were talking about, um, mm-hmm. you know, the Dove campaign, for example, uh, which was very web-oriented, very web 2.0. Absolutely, or- yeah. Oriented. How do you see your role and the PRSA's role in helping to join hands with technology? Well, we really need to stay ahead. We need to leverage the technology, especially in the emerging media. We need to clearly understand and actualize Web 2.0, whether it be podcasts or whatever it might be. Um, our members are becoming increasingly sophisticated, and they expect from us to provide information that they need in the tools to keep up to date, to, to transition more into new media. So in, public, in PRSA, we are investing in technology advances. We're offering personalized contact to our members. Uh, we're trying to meet their needs and desires. Uh, to accomplish this, we are assembling a team of PR tech experts. We have a number of people in our industry and as members of PRSA who are experts in technology. And this group will advise and shape and help us execute a plan that would be fluid and flexible and really make a difference and pick the right platforms to deliver the message. It's about bridging the old with the new. One example of a person helping us is Larry Weber. Larry Weber is really considered the pioneer in technology. He was uh, the founder of Weber Shanwick and has worked in the technology and be an advocate for technology for many years, and he will be chairing the international conference. And our international conference, which is in Philadelphia from October 20th to 23rd, will really look a lot at new media 
and really examine how we can make a difference and, and engage our members and look at both the new and old media, but also talking about management, diversity, advocacy, uh, the many issues that we confront every day. But new media, it's critical. We have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into it. We're providing professional development and education, and I'll be starting a blog very soon. And we're just trying to communicate in a way that meets the needs of our members. Professional development, for example, mm-hmm. you can go online. We offer hundreds of webcasts and in-person programs and teleconferences, and now we are archiving those, so 24-7 you can access them. If you, In the middle of the night, if you want to learn about a different, a particular topic, you just log in and there's something available for you. So we really are trying to meet the needs of the members 24-7, and that's what the new technology is all about. Which is exciting and very true. I mean, we are, we are becoming very much an on-demand society. Yes. And also having the ability, especially when it comes to education, to revisit something so that you can properly absorb it. And when you're in the context of your own environment, be able to incorporate it into whatever it is that you're doing. And so, you know, so you can rush back and you can grab some of that, extrapolate some of that information and infuse it immediately. One thing we're trying to do, too, is we have something called a professional resource center. And that prof- our goal with the professional resource center is to continue to be the Google of public relations. So if you have a topic, I was working on a 100th anniversary for an organization, and I visited the uh, professional resource center and received more than 60 case studies, great case studies of people who have done it, um, 100th anniversaries, what they've done, and it really helps our members. So you can tap into that and pick a topic, and you will get slews of information and best practices and case studies and silver anvil winners on any particular topic you're looking at. We continue to build that database, again, so members can access it 24-7, and they can get the tools to help them in their day-to-day work, and that's really critical for our members. Which is so important because, you know what, when you sit in your own world, sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees. So if sure. you can look at a case study that another company did or other companies that have done similar to something that you are trying to achieve, yes. you can either emulate them because that's the best form of flattery. Or, like, again, you can extrapolate information that maybe pertains to your organization and it'll stimulate you for an idea that perhaps could win you a silver anvil. We need to reach people um, wherever they are and in whatever environment. That doesn't mean we still don't have in-person because some people like to feel to to attend in-person programs. And we have 109 chapters and 20 special interest sections and, and that use multiple media. But some of those programs are in-person. For example, one thing that we're doing this year is with uh, Hispanic PR Wire, we are offering in 20 different cities uh, educational programs on cross-cultural communications, Hispanic public relations, African-American public relations, Asian public relations, all forms of multicultural communications, so that because of this world is changing and all of our communi- communities are changing, our members are saying we need better tools and better information on, cross- on cross- communicating to a cross-cultural audience so you can get it in person, you can get it on a teleconference, a webinar, or in the middle of the night, you can get it uh, in an archived uh, educational program. So we're trying to use every media possible to reach our members and provide them the tools that they need to advance in their profession. That's perfect. That's perfect because, like you said, everyone you know everyone uses various senses in order to absorb the information they need to be successful going forward. So I think that's phenomenal that you're devel- you're delivering it in so many different formats. 
which is exciting. So let's let's talk a little bit about diversity, mm-hmm. because uh, you know there's there's a lot of you guys. From what I understand, you are the first um, really large national company, umbrella company, to be able to represent um, all the various cultures uh, and nationalities. Yes, um, one thing is that we're involved also on a global scale as well with the Public Relations Society of America. So we're involved with the Global Alliance. We are really uh, reaching out to diverse audiences in terms of education, in terms of engagement. While there has been um, debate about other industries and the involvement or the number of people in those industries that represent diverse audiences, we are making great strides and really working hard on this issue. For example, of our 400 national volunteers, 20%, uh, these are people who will be leading committees and participating and making mm-hmm. a difference in this organization and in the industry, 20% are represent diverse audiences. So we are looking at diversity in employment and public relations employment, diversity in education, uh, we are seeing tremendous uh, numbers of diverse students who are. Oh God, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay. Uh, we're looking at. Uh, should I start again? I apologize for no, that. No, that's fine. He can. You can just. Let me throw this in the other room. Okay. <laughs> it was another phone. Um, You're a bookie on the side, aren't you? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at. Uh, we're looking at increasing the number of um, people who represent diverse populations in our industry, and we've made great strides in that, but continue to need to make even greater strides. We're also looking at how we can uh, provide cross-cultural education and communications to our members. We have developed a diversity toolkit for organization, to help organizations document uh, their diversity efforts to provide best practices in diversity for organizations so that we have can provide those education and tools in multicultural communications. So we have this diversity toolkit. We're working on employment issues. We're looking at how we can provide education and professional development in multicultural communications and reach out to populations around the world. In May, I will be attending a global alliance in South Africa and speaking on the issue of Healthcare communications, because as you know, there is um, AIDS and other communicable diseases are running rampant in many countries, and we need to, communications can make a difference in stemming these diseases, in finding help for people uh, who have these diseases that really need help, and we can make a difference, so we are really reaching out around the world to try to make a difference. Good for you. Information is power. Information is power. Yes. And when I take a look at and you see, you know, you've got, you know, the first, let's say you did the first ever chapter awards for diversity. Yes, we have. In fact, our, our diversity awards are going to chapters and sections. We will also be honoring top public relations professionals who have really made a difference uh, in multicultural communications and in diversity because we need to uh, share those best practices and showcase the examples uh, that we have from our members and from our chapters and districts across the country. Well, and bridge the gaps, because from what I understand, you know, like there are ethnic-specific or like sexual orientation-specific organizations like the Black Public Relations Society, right. the Asian, Speakers. you know, and, and, and the Advertising Federation, et cetera. But there is not one global, as you mentioned, global umbrella that can maximize all the information that these organizations have plus what you have and become one large voice. 
Well, that's our goal, and that continues to be our goal, to participate in the Global Alliance, to take a leadership role internationally, to advocate for issues of diversity, and also to advocate for communications and free press and open communications, because those are critical issues that affect the U.S. and others. For example, um, I just understand that in Great Britain they're looking at clamping down on some blogs uh, and passing some legislation to do that. And we really need to be mindful of the slippery slope that may occur when we, when we uh, put the brakes on freedom of expression and freedom of speech. So part of what we're doing is that we have a very aggressive and bold advocacy strategy that really, uh, that where PRSA and our leaders will be speaking out on issues that affect the profession directly and those that impact free and open communications around the globe. Good for you. And I'm in 2007, this is your fifth milestone year of formal advocacy for the PRSA? Absolutely right. And this year is, uh, we are looking actually on a daily basis at issues and commenting on those issues and doing letters to the editor and uh, op-ed pieces and because these are issues that we really need to be out there speaking. We need to be the voice of free speech and the voice of public discourse on issues that affect the profession, that affect society. We are seeing things, for example, this is begins an election year, even though it's 07, it's beginning already. And we're going to be addressing issues of communications, of election communications, of uh, asking candidates to address issues and to try to put some brakes on the very negative campaigning because there was just a study that appeared that said that 90% of the public is tired of the negative campaigning. They want to hear about issues. And as communicators and public relations Mm -hmm. professionals, we are going to take stands that talk about the need to really address issues and to pull back on some of this negative campaigning. Good for you, because first of all, I personally hate that. Stand on your own merit. That's right. And and it's easy to hide behind the negative campaigning. Right. And we need to take a stand on that because someone has to do it. And when you have an organization of 32,000 professionals, you have an opportunity to reach out into every community in America and to be the convener of ideas and thoughts and discussions on that topic. And we're going to do that. And, and you know what I love? I love the fact that, uh, you know, you've gotten to a comfort level for using your voice effectively. When I say your voice, I don't mean just yours, but I mean collectively the PRSA. And you guys are ready to put it on the line, even if it puts you in the midst of national and international controversy and it creates dissension and debate within your ranks. Well, um, part of our goal in life as human beings is to open up discussions and to cause debate. And sometimes debate does mean dissension. But isn't that exciting? Because when you have dissension and you have debate, then you have discussions and you can come to some conclusions or really make a difference. And you can't do that without dissension and debate. It's critical to every discussion. And it makes it exciting and it really um, gives us this opportunity to really talk about issues and uh, be fearless in doing so. Well, it may, you know, it's the, it's the age of engagement. It's the age of engagement. It's so great. Absolutely. It's a great one. So, you know, yes. So engage people, inspire people. And I think it'll also bring people out of the woodwork that sat on the back of their laurels and, and sort of allowed uh, the, the ebb and flow of tide to go. And now it's going to put them in a position to, to step up to the plate. And we have that opportunity to do so. We are communicators. And if we can't do it, 
Who can? No and we one We need can. to do it, and we need to address these issues. We need to partner with with journalists as well on free speech issues. We need to partner with many organizations to really get um, all of our voices across on the criticalness of, of free speech and the criticalness of giving people information and choices, for example, with the election issue. It's, it's, we've, we're going to do it. I know you're going to do it. And it's phenomenal. And putting it out there and letting people, really allowing people, and this is, I think, the interesting part of, of where people are in the evolution of maybe people. People want to participate. They want to have their own voice. And given the opportunity to have their own voice, because I think sometimes people don't feel that they have the opportunity to, that their voice counts, and to be shown that your voice does count, um, will, again, you know, like one of my favorite words is enroll them to help um, march on. And speaking of marching on, we will take a quick break and we'll be right back with our very special featured guest, Rhoda Weiss. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Have you heard that content is king? Yeah. What's that mean? I don't even have a clue. Hmm. Wonder if that's important. Important? Search engine optimized web content is essential. Essential for maximizing page rank. Essential for increasing sales. GetWebContent.com is the internet's foremost provider of custom-written search engine optimized copy. GetWebContent.com is easy to access and ultra-cost-effective. Right now, copy is indeed king. And GetWebContent.com is the king of copy. Check it out today. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive webmasterradio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. All right, everyone. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story. I am so very excited to continue having a fabulous conversation with Rhoda Weiss, who is the Chair and Chief Executive Officer of the Public Relations Society of America. And we are talking about affecting change in a positive way. Welcome back, Rhoda. Thank you. So during our break, uh, Rhoda and I were discussing the fact that, you know, she is, she's taken on this role. She's excited and she is going to, you know, obviously with the help of 31,000 plus or 32,000 plus people, you're really going to hold people's feet to the fire to enact change. We are, because we, you know, if we don't do, if someone once said that uh, if you can't change your mind, you can't change anything. And we, the only (laughs) way to change something 
is is to to gather people together. And one thing that I've learned in in the couple months since I've been doing this is that our members want to make a difference. Our members want a voice, and they want their voice out there to implement and enact change. And when you gather together 32,000 professionals and students, you can make a difference in the world. We have seen it in public relations, people making through communications, making change in people's health and wellness. We have seen it in education. We have seen it in every industry possible. Absolutely. So we're looking at what are the areas that we can take a stand and make a difference on. Not everyone will be happy with whatever stand we take, and we will engage our members in discussion and debate, but then we will make a decision. Uh, Leaders take us from where we are to where we've never been, Mm -hmm. and we have that opportunity to lead and convene the discussions. We cannot be followers of these discussions. So many things like election reform and issues um, that are affecting this world need advocates and need strong leaders who've got the guts, you know, and the boldness to take a stand. And so we will continue to do that. And we need to advocate for this profession as well and make some contributions to public discourse on issues that affect, uh, not only affect us, but affect the world at large and that impact this free and open communication. Well, you know something, I think like if I, if I was going to, and there's many words that describe you, but if I, if I had to just take a stamp and put one word, advocate, that describes you personally, advocate. And I think that is such a powerful word because it means so many things. Advocate change, advocate positiveness, advocate fairness, advocate diversity, advocate challenge. You, I mean, really, I, I'm, I'm so, and I don't say this, um, lightly, I am so impressed with you because you understand the power of one and the power of millions. And to uh, you know, come on board and to reach out to your base and reach out further and say, hey, I am giving you, as a leader, a voice to help enact change. Let's come together. Let's talk about the policies that are put in place now, the things that make sense and what needs to make a difference. And you know what? Instead of sitting there and, and catching what's coming at us, let's talk about what is really like the elections? You know, we were discussing during the break again, during, you know, the elections. Let's stop the negative crap. Let's yeah. talk about the goddamn issues because that is what is going to keep this country healthy and whole. And keep the world healthy as well. You know, by, by talking about issues that are local issues, that are national issues, that are international issues, by engaging, I participated in, in January at the State Department and White House in a conference on public diplomacy and what we need to do to communicate and to listen. It's one thing to communicate um, our beliefs around the world. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to listen to the needs and and the wants and the dreams uh, that people have across the country and around the world. And we have this gift. As public relations professionals, we have this gift of communications, whether it be the written word, the spoken word, the the cyberspace word, whatever word it is, mm-hmm. we have this gift, and we must use our gifts to make a difference. My favorite phrase, uh, a little thing, is from a, a, a biblical scholar named Hillel who said, if mm-hmm. I am not for myself, who will be for me? But if I am not for others, then who am I? And if not now, when? Mm. You know, if Mazel we, tov, I agree. <laughs> but <laughs> if we don't do something now, yes. when we have an opportunity to do something, if we let that opportunity go, then shame on us for not using our communication skills or being afraid to say something because someone won't like it. Uh, We have to stand up and say we need to make a difference and we need to engage people to do that. You're absolutely right. And 
And you know what? If people don't like it, you do have to weather some storms. But if you have belief in yourself and, and, and what it is that you're trying to accomplish and achieve, stand up. What you give out is what you get back. And you yep. got to, you got to, you, you know, uh, you know, I, I hate using um, uh, sporting colloquialisms, but, you know, you can't be in the game unless you get up to bat. Well, as, or as Will Rogers said, even if you're on the right track, you get run over if you just sit there. And we could sit there and we can discuss and debate, but it really is about action. We need to plan. We need to figure out what we're going to do. But we have to take action. We have to be nimble and flexible in doing so and be willing to take the hits from those that, you know, may not disagree or may disagree or may not agree with what we do. But that's part of life, and I think that our members in this profession expect us to be very bold and aggressive in advocacy and continue to make a difference. And so we're going to do that, and, we're, and our voices will be heard, and we will get, be getting our voices out there. Good for you. Good for you. You have so much wonderful information to share. You are a leader, uh, and uh, thank you for making a difference in the world around us. It's an inspiration to us all. Well, thank you for um, inviting me on the show and for making a difference by communicating issues over and over again. We appreciate it. Thank well, we, you. Terrific. Well, we appreciate you, everyone. This has been Rhoda Weiss, Chair and Executive Officer of the Public Relations Society of America. Um, you know what? Go look up her bio, people. There isn't anything that she hasn't done. And um, truly, once again, thank you so much for being an advocate for Eddie, <laughs> because that made a huge difference from one to another or one to a million. Rhoda's uh, top-notch and wonderful. Thank you so much.